0: Welcome everyone live from Academy of Mary Immaculate in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Be Like Her Live on Academy Live. My name's Eva and my co-hosts today are Ludi, Matilda and Kara. Our special guest today is Angela Scarifolo, the coordinator of Young Mercy Links. Hi Angela, welcome to our show. Thank you. Um, So our first question is that, so you're the coordinator of the Young Mercy Links, right? What is is it that Young Mercy Links do, and what has inspired you to become involved?
1: Yeah, well, um, Young Mercy Links is, in the most basic sense, a social justice or volunteer group for young adults. So we like to harness the energy that comes out of our Mercy schools or, or any schools that have a social justice program and invite um, those graduates to come join us um, as a platform to advocate for social and environmental justice or to do some volunteering in the community, maybe with refugees or, um, you know, women's shelters, any sort of activities that we can help out in the community
0: and who else is part of the Young Mercy Links Victoria and what do you do like as a team?
1: Yep, so at the moment we have about 22 members um, from all across Victoria that have joined us once they've graduated. Uh, We also have another group in Adelaide that have uh, 40 members, mostly recruited from um, Mercy Schools. Um, And yeah, we basically uh, work together. We're hoping to make it a bit of a movement, an alternative Mercy uh, pathway that um, young people like yourself can join uh, to continue to do their work in social justice.
0: So why is this work important?
1: Oh it's very important work. Any work of justice is always important to advocate for you know vulnerable communities or vulnerable peoples to lift their voice. Um, It's also really important um, to empower young people and specifically women um, to use their voice to advocate uh, for others and you know we're at a Uh, a critical time at the moment with a lot of the sisters getting a little bit older they're looking to the youth to see how we are going to live out Catherine's legacy as we move forward.
0: Um, How have you faced any challenges along the way and and how did you overcome them?
1: Yeah, I guess we're working in the non-for-profit space. Obviously, um, there are restrictions around budgets, and you know, working with other organisations. Um, and you know, all our members have such amazing ideas of things that we can do, but sometimes we have to rein them in a little bit and see, you know, what's achievable and what's most impactful. Um, for myself, I guess on a personal note, I'm, I'm a mum of two. So, you know, getting back um, into the workforce stuff to having children and juggling both, you know, a career and, and a home life can sometimes be a challenge as well.
0: How do you feel you have contributed to creating a better community?
1: Yeah, well, definitely. That's exactly what Young Mercy Links is about—creating a community within ourselves for our young people to join, uh, to be around like-minded people um, who have the same passions and values as they do. But it's also making um, our local and global community come together more when we, you know, reach out with other organisations to advocate for special issues or, you know, um, people in certain um, communities. So I think with all our work we do. Oh, lots of different things. We just, we're just we going to Cambodia at the end of the year. We're doing an immersion program there and we're going to say with Sister Denise Coghlan uh, who works with the Jesuit Refugee Services uh, and they are building houses for uh, landmine victims because in Cambodia there's still a lot of um, active landmines. Uh, we visit detention centres, you know, for people that, you know, one man we were visiting in particular was detained for nearly a decade so, you know, having that connection with him so that he could feel like he is welcomed in our community even when our government doesn't always, you know, show that through law and legislation. Um, yeah, so just doing lots of things of bringing all people from all different life walks of life together. We have, you know, a student of Chinese medicine, we have a lawyer, we have a teacher, and then we have, you know, 18 or 19-year-old um, members who have just left school and decided to join us. So it's great, a great little community and I think when you go – to a Mercy School such as this, it's such a lovely environment to be part of and you really feel like a sense of community and that you belong. And when you go out into the big wide world, once you leave and go into the workforce or go into university, often um, our members have said that they really you know, missed that. So coming back into a place that felt like home and around like-minded people was really, really good for them personally, as well as them in terms of their, their work and their, their life path.
0: So we know that you're a Mercy student. So how has being a Mercy student influenced you?
1: Oh, hugely. I always say uh, once a Mercy girl, always a Mercy girl. (laughs) So I went to St. Aloysius College in North Melbourne um, and when I was there, I always just – it's like I said that I had like a bit of a calling not to be a nun or anything but just like I always wanted to be more or to do more and I think it was the values that were embedded in me um, in my early education that have actually seen me keep coming back. I ended up, you know, getting a degree in teaching uh, and I went back to St. Aloysius to teach. Then I took some time off to have my kids and then I've come back into this role. So I keep seeming to come home to mercy all the time. So, yeah, it's probably been one of the biggest factors that has influenced my life
0: so why do you think it's so important to inspire young people to get involved in your work
1: yeah great question um you know the future is with the youth and if we can encourage you all to to use your voice to advocate um in spaces that need a voice then i think that's where the change is going to happen and, yeah, so just getting all those people together and a lot of our members often say that there were things that they wanted to do but they couldn't do on their own. They, they didn't feel confident enough or, or even know where to begin. But when we came together as a group and shared that idea and worked on it, then we were able to, to see it happen or, or bring it to life. So I think the youth are, are so, so important. Um, and if we look at the sisters again, they're ageing uh, and they're going to be looking to us as Mercy Women to bring Catherine's legacy into the future.
0: Um, Were there any other, any people that inspires you to get involved in the work you are doing, that you do?
1: Yep, so I love the the story of Catherine McCauley. I don't know if you all know, obviously, she's the foundress of the sisters that started this school, but she never wanted to be a nun. She never set out to be a nun. She didn't become a nun until she was in her fifties. The thing that she cared about was the work that she saw a need and she wanted to meet it. And to be able to do that because of the church hierarchy at the time, she had to start um, a religious order. So she did that enable for her to continue doing the work that she was doing with poor women and children. Um, And so I love that about her because I think that can really resonate with us. Like We all don't have to be nuns or or sisters to continue to do her works of mercy and to seek justice um, in the world. So, and even the sisters themselves, I don't know if you've met many of them here at school, but I'm so lucky to work at the Mercy Hub with a lot of the sisters and they just have lived the most extraordinary lives. They go to all these far off places, you know, South Sudan, they've worked in Kenyan refugee camps and they've just really been on the peripheries and seen where the need is and gone there to meet it. And I just find that so inspiring because I've done a a bit of volunteering work overseas myself. um, And just to think that that's what they've dedicated their life to yeah it's really inspiring for me.
0: Um, if you're just tuning in you're listening to Be Like Her Live on Academy Live live from Academy of Mary Immaculate in Melbourne Australia. My name's Eva and my co-hosts today are Ludi, Matilda and Cara. Our special guest today is Angela Skorofalo. The young Mercy Links are a part of the Mercy Hub. What is the Mercy what is it that the Mercy Hub does? Yeah good Good um, question. So basically, for us at Young
1: Mercy Links, it's a home base, but for more than th- for the rest of the community, it's actually. Um I'd like to sort of explain it like a community center, but really it's a center for action and reflection and justice. So lots of different events come out of there. We do all our advocacy events, our fundraisers, we have our meetings there, but there are other sisters that work out of there that also work on um, different things. There's a Papua New Guinea project that one of the sisters works on. And then we have lots of other events, but it's open to anyone, not just from the Mercy community, but often our schools come there. Some of our teachers might have reflection days. It's just a great, space for, for meeting, um, to discuss, yeah, mercy and what mercy means to us and how we can be mercy in the world today.
0: And is there any advice you would give young girls that want to pursue a career similar to yours?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I think even if it's not a career, like mine, I just think it's so important that you know what your values are and when you're picking a career or a job that you pick something that is in line with those values so that when you have to go to work five days a week, 40 hours a week, that it's something that's purposeful and meaningful to you and you feel like you're making an impact. Um, And I think, yeah, just remember the education that you've had at a school like this and, you know, it's so great when you are at an all-girls school because you see women in positions of leadership, you see um, that that's possible and how to use your voice and how to advocate Um, and then when you leave this space, I hope that you can continue to maintain that confidence so that you're able to challenge things and ask questions. Um, and yeah, shake things up a bit. doesn't always just because something is some way, doesn't mean it has to be that way into the future. There's always new eyes and new ways of doing things.
0: Um, earlier on, you are, you mentioned that we are we have a sense of community. Why do you think that's so important to have?
1: Oh, because everything's about relationships. For us to live, happy and truthful and authentic lives it's all about our relationships with ourselves and with others so community is everything Um, even with our, our group that meets yes we do meet to do volunteering but we also meet just to hang out with each other and be a support network for each other and I think when you're around people that are like-minded like you it pushes you to extend yourself but you always are doing it in a safe and you know um not controlling but yeah like a safe environment that will inspire you to
0: do more. So how did you discover Young Mercy Links and like what really drove you to want to join?
1: Yeah, so as I said, um, I went to a mercy school and then I was teaching in a mercy school um, and then one of my teacher friends was actually doing this job before me and I I used to be social justice coordinator at St. Al's Um, And I remember saying, oh, wouldn't it be great if I could just do this seven days a week? No reports, no marking. Um, So when I was on maternity leave, I had six years off with my two little ones. Um, And then when this position came up, I just thought, oh, my gosh, could there be a better job? Like just doing social justice every day. Um, So as I said, I feel like mercy always calls you home and there's always a way that, yeah, you get brought back in. So I was so happy to take up this role four years ago.
0: So before you mentioned uh, like the values and mm-hmm. how it's important to figure out the values that are important to you. Yeah. So what in the values are important to you?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, I guess for me, you know, having an open heart and an open mind, I need to be working alongside people. I need to have those relationships. I need to be doing things that um involve you know compassion and hospitality things that um, bring hope you know often a lot of the advocacy work that we do is going on for decades so sometimes you can feel disheartened in that because it doesn't seem like much is changing but we have to keep going in that so that that value of hope is really important too in this uh, field of work I think
0: um well that's all the time we have for today thank you to our guest Angela it's been great having you um, live from Academy of Mary Immaculate in Melbourne, Australia. You have been listening to Be Like Her on live on Academy Live. My name is Eva, and my co-hosts today are Ludi, Matilda, and Cara. Thank you for joining us. Um, we hope that you found um, information today useful. And until next time, thanks. No worries. Thank you.